Welcome back to the Knicks Rewind podcast, and we might post this on the Jets Rewind podcast too, because it's not a Knicks-specific show. We're going to go through our top 10 sports moments of our lifetimes. Now, when you're listening to this list, keep in mind, we're very young children still. We're both 17. Actually, you're 16. This is all, this is, this is all 2010. This is all 2010. So, you know, let's rename yeah. this. Our favorite sports moments of the 2010s. And okay. so we, I'm a big college football fan. I love the NBA. I love NFL. And I know you're a big NBA mm-hmm. guy, obviously, and an NFL guy. MLB. And MLB. You got some baseball. I don't follow baseball at all. So yes, sir. I might not be able to understand some of his uh, picks, but it should be fun anyway. And obviously, as always, go to Twitter at Nick's Rewind Pod, website, Nick'sRewind.com. And let's get into this. Should be a fun, interesting show. Let's do it. Okay, so favorite sports moments of the 2010s of this past decade. Top 10. I have two honorable mentions. And keep in mind... Oh, you have two honorable mentions? I've got okay, two honorable mentions. That's fine. And keep in mind... I, 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 I'll come up with one. All right. Keep in mind that, what, 10 years ago, I was 7 years old. So some of the things in the early 2010s aren't in the, are, are in the back of my memory. So it's a little... Sp- sparse with my memory uh, in regards to the early decade but should be fun nonetheless all right i have two honorable mentions so i'll say my two before and then if you think of one go for it uh first off the villanova game winner in 2016 march madness this was oh, that's on my list yeah that was obviously a great game a ton of my family are big unc fans so they were devastated but obviously Great game. The whole game was great. The Cameron Page shot, and then the Jenkins. What's his first name? Cameron Page. Wait, was Marcus. It? Marcus Page. Was it Mark? Marcus Page. I'm not a it's huge Cameron Payne. Cameron Payne. All right. Marcus Page shot, like, yeah. and then the uh, Jenkins. I don't know his first name. Buzzer beater. But Chris. I'm not a huge college basketball fan. But obviously, I love March Madness, and that was one of the best March Madness games I've ever watched. The second honorable mention for me is the 2012 NBA tip-off versus Miami. I was at that game. I remember everything about it. Melo had 30 points. He had a ga- he had a buzzer beater at the end of the first, I believe, where it was like a three off-balance catch-and-shoot. Garden was crazy. We blew out Miami, um, obviously, when they had their big three. And, damn, like that's when the Garden was so fun. It was like the start of Knicks tape. Yeah, great, great game. Really fun. Anyway, do you have any honorable mentions off the top of your head? Uh, off the top of my head, any Chris Stapps moment of um, like October 2017. When he popped off? I, when he popped off. It was just a wild ride. Yeah, there's yeah. like early MVP um, conversations like here and there. Yeah, yeah. Or, um, hmm. I don't know. I don't really have anything I can think of. I'd, I'd maybe when the when we drafted KP or when the Jets drafted Darnold, that was pretty hype. Actually, no. The first game, Jets-Lions. Yeah. First game of Darnold's career. Yeah. 
He threw the pick six, the first drive, that and then we went out. We we remember we won like yeah. forty eight to seven, and we blew them yeah. out. And it was like, damn, like this is a playoff team. The guard, like the Jets fans section, was going crazy. Everyone was singing together. That yeah, was such a did, fun game. Yeah. And I pulled up to school the next day wearing a Jets flag as a cape, and then it didn't age too well. I wore my Darnold. I wore my Darnold jersey. Yeah, T-shirt. All right, you want to start it off with your number ten pick. Yeah, uh, my number 10 pick is, um, you know, Yankees Red Sox had a first round series in um, 2018. Um, Yankees lost, but my moment is game two. Um, Yanks were up 3 1, and Gary Sanchez hit like 480 foot home run, the dead center, dropped the bat, the three run shot. We went up 6 1. I was just like living large then. I was so hyped. Did you guys win the series? Gary- no, we lost. Um, Gary is my favorite player on the Yankees. Um, one, one of them goes back and forth, but yeah. So I think that's that's my moment. See, your baseball picks are not going to be much to me. Yeah, but... there's. I mean, I have a baseball pick at number one. Okay, interesting. Considering that the Yankees haven't won the World Series in years. Uh, okay. But anyway, my number ten is drafting Porzingis, two thousand fifteen. I hosted a draft party. With all my boys there, we were going crazy. I was there. Yeah, you were there, and you were the only one who was excited. And I'm gonna give you that. You were right about that pick. We were like, "Oh God, who is this guy?" And we were nervous, but you were like, "Guys, just trust me." I saw his Draft Express video. He's good. So that was obviously fun, and it was the start of a short-lived era in MSG. So side note, yeah. God, I wish we still had KP. Oh my god! Yeah, I know that you. That was do. such a bad trade, man. I know it was brutal. Dennis Smith. Oh, my god. maybe we'll get a gym. Right. Maybe we'll get a gym with one of those two first rounders. One of those two, but they're gonna be late. They're, they're gonna be really late. late. All That's right. The only way we can make the trade. My number nine is Knicks versus Lakers, two thousand seven, and this was one of my favorite Knicks games of the past few years. We beat them in overtime at home. Frank hit like a huge shot from like thirty three feet and Porzingis was killing it it was fun you know LeVar was there and Lonzo and Lonzo played well he had some big shots it was just back and forth back and forth yeah KT and Lonzo hit like yeah five shots in a row yeah and it was really fun and I was like Frank is going to be a star Porzingis is going to be our franchise player I still think Frank is going to be a star but yeah um, but yeah, um, that had, that was just obviously so great. Yeah, I I agree with that. That's on my list too. Um, but my number nine is actually uh, was I think 2016 um, Steph Curry versus the Thunder. Um, yeah, I was thinking about like, putting that on there. Like that should be an honorable mention for me. Best performance that I've watched in like a long time. Tied the most. Like, yeah, free- I think he, he yeah. finished with like 46. Um, which like is a lot, but doesn't sound like, you know, like he didn't have like 60, 65. Like they're obviously guys that have scored more, but they were down like eight, nine throughout. And Steph just hit, like I actually, the game was on NBA TV the other day and I watched it and Steph just hit some of the craziest shots ever. And I was watching it live in my room on my computer. And I just remember like he pulled up from 35 to win that game. Yeah. Just like so cold blooded. And it, like he hit it and there was still time on the clock. Mm-hmm. And that was just, that was like, that's that was one of the best nasty. all-time game winners ever. No, yeah, oh, hundred percent. 
that was incredible. Yeah. And, you know, that was when Steph averaged like 30 a game. Yeah, and he was the unanimous MVP, right? Yeah. Right, okay. Um, You want to give me your eight? Yeah, I mean, we won't spend a lot of time on eight. My eight is um, Knicks Lakers. Um, okay, yeah. You gave a lot of the rationale. You know, Casey had like 35, five blocks. Frank, that three was like, you know, I, I, I remember that Mike Green call in my head still. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's just it's like, hey, no, from way downtown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then. Um, I miss Breen's yeah, no, it was voice. It's a great game. It was just a great game. I miss, I miss Breen. I miss. But I miss like a competitive team. Like that mm-hmm. team like fell apart. I feel like. Yeah. But they were competitive for a while, and whenever like the Knicks are competitive, I just it's like a drug. Like I I have to watch every game and you know be so involved. But you know that's a that time is far gone. My but, number yeah. eight is the first round series against Boston in 2013, where. Uh, it's just a fun series, like winning a playoff game. I was I went to one of those games. Ugly series, bro. Yeah, but it was so fun winning a series. And I know. I remember we closed it out and we almost blew it. They went on a twenty and zero run, but we came through. We won. I remember I was at one of the games that we won at home, and the garden was just so fun. And I miss that atmosphere in New York. And the, just I remember I was obviously yeah. a, a little kid, but I remember the city thriving. I remember this being so fun. And that really, you know, boosted my love for Knicks basketball. Yeah. I just remember, I remember, like, I watched actually on MSG, game six, we blew, like, a 25-point yeah, lead. Yeah, right. They went on a 20 After and a row. being up 3-0, and, like, that could have gone disastrously bad. But, mm-hmm. yes, it's the only playoff series we won in, like, 16 years, mm-hmm. or, like, 20 years. I think, like, 20 years, honestly. Yeah. So yeah, I'll give like you seven. We'll move on from that. Seven, seven is a game that we were both at in 2015. That's much higher on my list. Is Jet? It probably should be thinking about it now. But Jets yeah. Pats 2015 fits magic. We beat the Patriots at home in overtime, where Belichick chose to defer for some reason after they won the coin toss. We we marched down the field. I think it was Eric Decker who caught the ball. And man, that was so fun. MetLife was was going crazy. And if we won next the week after, which we obviously didn't, against the Bills, we would have been in the playoffs and it would have been so much fun. But obviously we blew it against the Bills. But at the time, we thought we would beat them. No, and this is kind of a crazy story. So like, I don't know if you remember this, but I was, I flew back. I spent Mm -hmm. Christmas in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I flew back to the airport and Johnny drove with my dad to pick me up and we went straight to the game. Yep. And like week 16, like, and you know, beating the Patriots was like the greatest thing ever. Right. And that Jets team was like so fun. Like, I, yeah. Brandon Marshall, oh, Eric yeah, Decker, Marshall, Decker. magic. Yeah. Yeah, fun that team. That was a fun team. I actually thought like we were playing so well at the time. We had won like five or six straight. I thought we were like go- going to go into the playoffs and make like a crazy run. Like yeah. everything was like hitting, and then of course like we lose week sixteen, and then like I thought we could have made it deep into the playoffs. Like I thought we could have beat the Broncos, who I think won the Super Bowl that year. Um, it was like an whatever, but yeah. Anyway, that. has it's gone downhill since? You want me to give you my seven? Yeah. 
you're going to be happy about this. Um, Georgia, Oklahoma, the um, 2016, 16, right before the, was right before 16. the new year. It was not 16. It, it was, was 2017. Yeah, you're right. And the championship so was, was the first school, couple yeah, days of 2018. Yeah. Right. And then, yeah, so I was in my hotel room in Costa Rica watching that game in Spanish. And I just like, that was, it's like, what, 48? Like, yeah, I don't remember, but um, yeah, it was Georgia was out like game. seventeen. I'm sure Johnny can talk about it more than I can, but that's a, that was an incredible football yeah. game. Um, that's that's on my list. Yeah, I, I know. can say that. I think it. I think it's it's definitely number one. We'll we'll keep moving, and you'll find out okay. where it is. Okay. Um, um, but yeah, great game. I will I will talk about that game later, as my right. dogs had right, the well, best college football game of all time. Anyway, give me your six. My six is uh, Chris Jenkins versus um, North Carolina. Um, that, you know, that one is just like, that's just the craziest thing ever. Just like thinking about it is like every single kid, like this is a cliche, but every single kid thinks about hitting a shot like that to just like win it all, win mm-hmm. the national championship in front of like 70, 80,000 people. And he did that. And that like so rarely happens, like a buzzer beater. So, I mean, and I was watching live, so I just, objectively, like, that's one of the best sports moments ever. Yeah, it has um, to be. So. There's also yeah, a great, great match more, March Madness year, like, just a ton of game winners that, oh, yeah, that year. Oh, yeah, crazy game. Yeah, it was a crazy year. Um, Weren't you overall, at one of the Sweet I've, 16? Is that later? All right, I won't, yeah. I won't spoil it. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, that was your six? That was my six, yeah. My number six is the first Georgia moment, Georgia football moment on my list. It is, I'm cheating a little bit because it's two games, two years apart. But Georgia beating Notre Dame, won in 2017, won this past year in 2019. I had to put it on there. The 2017 one, we were on the road. Georgia took over. I wasn't at that game, but we took over and I had family there. And it was red throughout the whole stadium. It was the first Jake Fromm start of his career. We were not favored, and he came through. He won such a close game, and it was so fun. And the fumble at the end for them, and we scooped it up, and Kirby going crazy. The atmosphere was ridiculous. I think it was like week two or three. and It was week two. Week two, and yeah, yeah, because it was his first start. It was his first start because Prom got her week one. Not not Prom, Ethan got her week one. Yeah, so super fun game. And then this past year, I was at the game. It was the loudest I've ever heard any stadium in my life. Uh, like they introduced these new LED lights in the stadium and it was just so fun. And I will never forget that we won. We were down at half by three. And actually I was just watching a rerun of the game earlier today um, because uh, I have nothing better to do. But yeah, that's my six. My number five is Lynn Sanity. Obviously this had to make my list because I, although I was a young kid at the time, I remember all of it with my friends talking about having people over when I was like nine years old watching Linsanity. And it was just, I didn't realize at the time how monumental it really was to have like an Asian American player take off in this league like that. But damn, yeah, that was fun. I'll never forget that. And the game against like Kobe and you know, that kind of stuff. And then the Nets. No, it is like if that happened today, like I, cannot like it's just incredible mm-hmm. just like some six two like unathletic asian, asian from dude. california yeah. who like went to harvard and like 
was undrafted, just was like on the roster, and then just started playing and was like incredible mm-hmm. for like two weeks. And and then Melo came back, and then everything yeah, kind of went to shit, fell apart. But it's kind of cool that like you know Lynn turned out to be a pretty good player, but like those two weeks made like him like millions. Of oh, like hundred percent, a hundred percent, like ten. That like he got a big contract in Houston, and the Knicks didn't even match. Mm-hmm. That was like three or four years, like sixty million dollars, mm-hmm. um, which is a lot, you know, for a kid who like earlier that year was sleeping on Landry Fields' couch. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, there's so. a good documentary about the insanity, which you learn all these things about it, and it's really interesting. I think I, I watched it. Yeah, yeah, I might watch that again tonight. Yeah, that's it's it's fun. a good it's a good um, watch. You want to give me your five? My five is um you kind of referenced it earlier, Wisconsin versus Florida. Yeah. Um, so this was a wild basketball game, like one of the crazier things I was at. Like I was at this game with one of my friends and my dad, and like Florida was up three with thirty or no, like no, not thirty, like ten five seconds left in regulation, and um, this guy. Show Walter was his last name. I forget his first name, but he hit like a one-legged three to tie the game and send it to overtime. And Florida was down throughout overtime. Wisconsin took the lead. It looked like they were going to win. And they're up two with like five, ten seconds left. And little point guard Chris Chioza runs down the floor, like stops and shoots a floater from the three-point line at the buzzer, and it goes in. And I was sitting with all the Florida fans, and they just went crazy. Mm-hmm. And that was like, that was awesome. It was just like Garden, too. Yeah. Um, I also met like Tiny Ultra- Archibald that night, got to touch the um, National Championship trophy. That was pretty. That's, That's kind of cool. That was a cool night. Yeah. yeah. That was a cool night. Uh, isn't um, Chioza on the Nets right now? Yeah, he is. He's kind of softy. Yeah. He like he's hooped, he, he, he hooped yeah. against Boston, I think, a few nights or like a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Or he's, he's not good. He, he's all right. That was your Whatever. five, right? That was my five, yes. All right, I'll give you my four. And this is a game that I've referenced many times on this podcast. It's one of my favorite Knicks moments. The Mellow Easter game seven years ago, a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Like seven years ago, ten a year week old ago. Johnny. I was 10 years old. I was, at this, I was at the place where I'm quarantined now. I was watching on the TV. I was sitting alone. My dad was napping. And I was going crazy. And... Mellow with those two threes, one in the fourth, one in overtime. Same spot. The Mike Breen call, I recite in my head probably three times a week. Yeah, so fun. I, it's so, such a fun team. Such a fun game. We beat Derrick Rose and the Bulls. And I remember D. Rose missed two free throws. Mellow came down. Anthony for three. Bang! And then, yeah, it's so fun. I, I've all, nothing but love for that game and that whole season. Puts it in. 8.2 remaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, cool. So you want to give me your four now? That was my four. You give me your four. Oh, shoot. Okay. Um, so my four is uh, the Jets pass game mm-hmm. um, that we were at. Um, the only reason it's not higher um, is because I just think, like, obviously it ended, not that specific game, but it ended just so badly. And the Jets have not been the same since that mm-hmm. loss to the Bills, Week 17. Um, 
but that game itself was incredible. You know, it was just like filled with everything. Like just Jets beating the Patriots is always a big deal whenever that happens. Especially at home when it's a big game. Especially at home, yeah. Um, and I remember MetLife was rocking, and you know, you just get a bunch of like dumbass Italian guys from Jersey come in and just go crazy and yell for like hours yeah um, here i hate to cut you off fun. for a second but let me let me let me call you again the call is kind of making weird noises okay. all right continue sorry all right sorry we had to cut out for a second because of the audio it was making weird noises but hopefully it's better now anyway you were talking about the jets pats game that i hit on a little bit earlier but you were in the middle of giving your own take on it so you can continue that yeah i mean you know it was a uh that was a great game it was a really fun game um you know i was at it with my my boy you i don't know it's just good to good to feel like we were gonna go to the playoffs and make the playoffs and maybe make a run that, yeah that was really our um, only time in our lifetimes like, where we yeah. were competitive for the jets yeah okay yeah that was great that was great yeah um you want to give me your three yeah my number three is um when the eagles won the super bowl yeah i knew this um, was gonna be on here yeah um I'm not an Eagles fan, but, you know, my dad's a huge Eagles fan, and so I've always, like, really liked them. They're probably my number two NFL team. Um, and it was just awesome because, like, I mean, Eagles fans are absolutely psychotic, and they hadn't won a um, – EDP. A f- EDP, that's what I was thinking of. I actually watched the other day, like, EDP watching the Eagles win the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, when he, like, so started crying. It was kind yeah. of – it's a sweet yeah. moment. It's a sweet moment. No, I mean, like, my dad was crying. Like, everyone, it was like, I mean, and it was awesome. Just the way that game happened, like, beating Brady. Philly special. Like, most Philadelphia thing ever. Um, And Eagles had never won a Super Bowl. And I know that was, like, one of the more memorable ones. Like, I mean, that's one of the more memorable Super Bowl wins, like, ever. Yeah, Um, for sure. And everyone was playing for Philly, obviously, because everyone wanted to see Tom Brady win another one. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, that that was a great moment. Yeah. Nick Foles, man, big time player. It's a ballsy guy. Yeah, it's a ballsy guy. Anyway, yeah. my number three is Game Seven of the 2016 NBA Finals. The block, the shot, all of it. I rewatch it all the time. So fun. Yeah, I do too. It's 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 one. It's the best basketball game I've watched in my life. I would agree with that. And I remember I, I was at like that. a little basketball camp and I was streaming it on my phone and it was so fun. It was so fun. It was just such a good game. And that really solidified, in my opinion, LeBron being the best player of all time. Is he your best player of all time? Yeah. He's my favorite. He's well, not my favorite. I mean, he's my, he's, I think he's the goat. Okay. Who do you think is the goat? Jordan? I go back and forth. I think it's Jordan. Um, just, he was just so dominant. Um, I mean, like you, you, he played in six finals, like the last six years, he like really played in the league, not counting his stint in Washington. He was like 40 years old. He won all six and I don't like none were like that close. I mean, you could say the Utah one was, um, but he just like, just absolutely dominant at the prime of his career. I mean, he averaged 37 points a game in a season. Mm-hmm. Like just a, we'll have this, we'll have this debate yeah. another time. I we'll didn't know. I thought, I thought time. you were LeBron, but 
I guess you go. Back I love forward. LeBron, but I've I guess like during this quarantine, I've had a lot of time to watch a lot of a lot of basketball um, and watching Jordan. Like I watched a documentary on Jordan, and it's just pieces. You excited for um, the documentary coming out tomorrow? The first part. I am actually very excited. For yeah, that. me too. I'm looking forward to watching that. Me too. Um, All right, give me your three. Let's move on. My two. Two. Sorry. Go. Give me your two. Two is also Cavs game seven. Um, I remember I was watching it at a bar. Wasn't drinking. Don't worry. Um, with my friends, I was in seventh grade. <laughs> um, whatever. And yeah, and it was just like we were all pulling for the Cavs. And when the Cavs won, I was just so ecstatic. Yeah. Like I just had Cleveland's such a personal reactions. connection to that series. Yeah, I don't know why, but I was just pulling for the Cavs so hard, and I was just so pumped when I won. Yeah. Good for LeBron, yeah. Right. Anyway, you want to – I'll give my number – oh, I haven't given my two yet. My number two yeah. is – it's it, – I had to put it on this list, obviously, but it was the most painful game I've ever watched. Are you serious? Yeah, I mean, it's it it was such a good game, and it wouldn't be on this list if I wasn't there. The two thousand God man, the two thousand and eighteen. No. <laughs> it pains me that it's obviously if we won this game, it would be number one on my list. But it's the twenty eighteen college football national championship, Georgia versus Alabama. I had to put it on here because I was there, and it was an unbelievable experience just being at the college football national championship. And we were up 13-0 at halftime. And adrenaline was pumping. It was great. And obviously the second and 28 or whatever it was, mm-hmm. the overtime was brutal. And I, I, you have to remind me of this all the time. But it was such a crazy experience being there. And I had to make the list. I know it's two. And it's weird to have number two as a heartbreaking loss. But, yeah. I was watching that game, too. That was a heartbreaker. I'm surprised you put this there. I mean, now I know what number one is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but good choice. You want to go first or you want me to go first? I think See, your number one is probably more. I'll get, I'll go my number one because you've already mentioned it. I'll, I'll say my first. Okay. Okay. So the 2017 Rose Bowl, two weeks before the national championship, where Georgia, as you said before, beat Oklahoma. I can't remember exactly what the final score was in three overtimes best college football game of all time in my opinion although i am biased but so fun sony michelle had a hat trick nick chubb went off rodrigo blankenship had one of the biggest kicks in his career even though it was at the end of the second quarter lorenzo Mm -hmm. carter blocking that in um third triple overtime blocking the kick and uh, then the the uh, wildcat play I was like, oh, those never work when we called it. But then Sony Michelle runs into the end zone. And I continue watching these highlights three years later, and I will for the rest of my life. I was going crazy. My dad is a huge Georgia fan. So that's kind of where I inherited that uh, fandom. Mm-hmm. And we had a bunch of people over, and it was it looked like it was going downhill so fast with Baker Mayfield going off in the first half. But we shut them down in the second half, and... Yeah, I've got a personal connection to that game that I'll I'll never forget it. That was a great game. It was one of the best college football games ever. Yeah. Um, so I I certainly understand that pick and your connection to Georgia. Go dogs. So 
I Go hope, on. man, before yeah. you skip, before you give me your number one, if we don't have a college football season, it's going to be a really rough fall. Next tape, baby. <laughs> no, we're, we won't. Will we? Uh, conversation for another time. Yeah, we'll Whether bring it up later. Give me your one. Let's do it. Owen's number one pick My of his favorite sports moments of all time. Let's hear it. 2017 wild card game on my birthday. Yankees were down 3 nothing. I was at the game. Didi Gregorius, it's a three-run home run to tie the game, and I've never been at a sporting event that has been more rocking than Yankee Stadium was there. Mm-hmm. The place was absolutely bonkers. Like, people just, like, going nuts. I mean, that was that was insane. And then later in the game, you know, I think Yankees were up, like, 4-3 at this point. Judge went yard, and the place just went insane. That was the most fun I've ever had at a sporting game ever. It's weird that I've known yeah. you my whole life, and this is your number one pick, and I it means nothing to me. I just don't get it. Like, I mean, I, I know, but you don't watch baseball, so you don't. Yeah, understand. I know, I know. You have a lot of baseball fans, and I or baseball friends, and I can guarantee that they will know what I'm talking about. And uh, they oh, I mean, a hundred percent. They, I mean, yeah, they know what they're talking about. I don't follow baseball, but you should, man. I was yeah I should I probably should I need I I need sport I, more sports the better I just haven't had if baseball comes back you should watch it is baseball not back oh Are you said when baseball, baseball comes baseball back right like seasons <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant like when it comes back culturally because it's kind of ratings it's are down there culturally man ratings like, are down nobody really cares the ratings are not down 2019 was the most profitable season in MLB history. But I don't hear anybody talking about it. <laughs> There's a ton of great, like, there are so many great young players. It's so good. The Yankees are good. Whenever the Yankees are good, the league is good. Everything. All right, man. That's what I'm going to I know. I know. All right. Yeah. Well, the I respect your good. first pick. Yeah. Mine was a Georgia game, and yours was a Yankees game on a Knicks and Jets podcast. Yeah. Had to be that way. Anyway, that was our top 10 sports moments of our lifetime, a.k.a. the 2010s. And we'll post this our lists on our website, so if you want to follow along while you're listening or, or a little too late now. But if you want to see our lists and you forgot or you want to look up some highlights from the games we're talking about, you should go do that. Thanks for listening, everybody. And for the next couple of weeks, we're going to try to strictly talk Knicks. And we're going to put out a Jets Rewind podcast because the draft is next week, so that's really exciting. We've got a lot of oh, stuff wow. to talk about there because... O-line, wide receiver, and so look out for that. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Nick's Rewind Pod and Nick's Rewind.com. And Jets Rewind Pod. And Jets Rewind Pod. At Jets Rewind Pod. NYJetsRewind.com is the Jets Rewind website. Yeah. And Nick's Rewind.com. Or, yeah, Nick's Rewind.com is the Nick's Rewind website. That was a shitty uh, outro, but what is, you know, I haven't left the house in days. Like, I'm a mess. Give me a break. Anyway, thanks for listening. We will see you guys next week.